You ever figure out what he was saying? Who? <laughs> On that song right here. He seems like he said whoever. He said forever. Forever. Oh, okay. he said forever. Okay, yeah. I thought he was saying whoever. Yeah, yeah. Anybody can get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. forever, I like it. Forever, my lady. All right, man. We talking about them breakouts today. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I like breakouts. this time of the year. I, I, I saw a few names out there I liked. Yeah. We got y'all all set up, big dog. Oh, set up. Yeah, Please stop the Trevor Diggs hate. Please stop hate. Hey, hey, you saw PFF went back oh and did their homework. You saw that. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to post it. You know, I had to post the law saying, you know, Dallas had two of the top ten, but you know what? What do we know? PFF trash. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, look, let's go back and do this homework. Hey man, like I told everybody, uh, boss law OC, mm-hmm. Diggs play, switched to corner, full time his sophomore year, got hurt. Well, he actually got overtaken his sophomore year, so he really didn't even play a lot his sophomore year. His sec, his junior year, broke his foot six games in. So he really started one full year at corner, two full seasons in the NFL. So really three full seasons in the NFL with 14 interceptions and people are talking about he's weak. Woo, where they Man. do that at? Everybody that at? that's hating on Diggs would take Diggs right now. In a, in a heartbeat. And watch this, in a top five of any draft. Yeah. And I said that. Somebody that got you 11? Interceptions? Man, shut up. They know it. Yeah. Everybody has breakups. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And to your point, he gonna improve. Yeah. That's the other part. Because let's let's say this. He's gonna improve number one because he's hearing all that noise. No matter what we say, he's hearing all that noise. And then two. Contracts coming up. You feel yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Don't nothing motivate but, a man like that. Well, you got to get paid, too. And remember what I told y'all, that Stephen Jones and them going to be looking at that yardage, too. So I would definitely think he would try to improve on that. Facts. So they couldn't use things against him. Right. right. Facts right there. Gorilla facts. But see, check this. Uh-huh. Check this. I'm keeping it real with y'all. You know, a stranger kept it real with me. So... This is the problem with having 11 interceptions. There's a big segment of Cowboy fans that's gonna feel like he fell off when he only gets you five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. They're gonna they be like, man, what's going on with him, man? He only got us five, bro. Yeah. He's he he not the he same. Weak. Yeah, he, he ain't. Cause you he, remember when Richard Sherman came in the league and he had all those interceptions in the first few years? And then it kind of fell off, and they're like, oh, he ain't the same. Yes, he is. Yes, he yes, is. he still is. Right. He's still the same player. Okay, but guess what? The quarterbacks are looking his way now, like trying not to throw that ball there because they know he's going to pick it off. Facts. Mm. Facts solo. Facts solo. Yeah. I'm going to run it up. Here's the, here's the best song in the whole world. We're going to run it up for real. He said, I don't need no deal. I make the deal. I make the deal. You hear me? You hear me? 
I make the deal. Huh? Then he said, lately, lately. Count that too, count it up. Count it up, count it up. Count it up. I need them five. I need them five. Come on. Stop losing. Greens and pinks is all the same. I still say the road. Kicking it off with my boy Big Game James. I can't wait for this. Big Game. Big, what did you say in that, bro? I'm trying to pull it back up. Did you send it on my Twitter? Yeah, I sent it to your Twitter. You should size off for the bag, and that's worth more to me. Johnny, Sam, Roland, appreciate all of you guys. Do me a huge favor. Tell that like button to me for just a little bit. Right there. Too legit. Slap that like button. All right, man. Let's go. All right, man. So we go kick this. Oh, fast. So, first of all, Big, mm -hmm. man, I want to check under your shirt and make sure ain't no green under there, big dog. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, hey, man, you know, we've been rocking on the fi final word, man. I don't like seeing all these Philly combos with my dog. I'm going to be like, say, man, make sure my boy ain't got no green under that shirt, man. What's no, going on? No, 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 that no shirt, man. man. You know what I'm saying? We, we, just, we, we just doing that podcast, but if you listen to our last one, I made him change my green to the blue because he was putting too much of that green over Already. there. Already. Oh, oh, it's him. I said, make sure you I said, make sure the next show my stuff better be in blue and shout out to Rome because he said, stop putting big game James and green. You tripping. So, you know what I'm saying? We rectify that. Ain't never going to be no green over here. Matter of fact, I just said on Twitter that them dad on eagles and commanders always talking about us stop it y'all mm -hmm. that's just jealousy the giants chill I, I get along with giants people we don't never have no problems you know why because they confident who they are they win games it's more of a rivalry you eagles commanders y'all need to get a life that's so facts man big so facts, facts man. big dog mm -hmm. but see i gotta start off with the drama dog you know me i'm gonna start off drama, with drama. boom what the boom. what in the world is going on with this dog Let's go. My boy, my boy got him a night. <laughs> so, so my boy don't rank the quarterback. Right so we we want to just hear from you, big dog. What's your thoughts on this, man? We want to hear from you. And I ain't hating. I respect it. Because first of all, yeah, it's independent. Okay. I love the independence. <laughs> so let's talk through this real quick first. Your okay. quarterback okay. rank list. Uh, okay. Go for it. You got it. All right. Well, first of all, I know every the hate already came when Justin Herbert was up in there. When Justin Herbert did, he ain't made the playoffs. He ain't did nothing. He has he had all these people. Yo, I don't care. Okay, I like Justin Herbert. When me and Boss watched Justin Herbert, you remember we watched him uh, yep. a few years ago in that Senior Bowl. Mm -hmm. And what did me and you say? That dude gonna be a dog. Yeah. Me and Boss said sure. he gonna be a he gonna be a dog for sure. And guess what? I know the team ain't been there, but they still building around him. But you can't look at no Justin Herbert in them first two years and say he ain't an animal. And he's not. I feel like he is going to alleviate the team. This is going to be his third year. I feel like they put more pieces around him. This is the year I feel like he gets him to the playoffs and cuts all that noise out where he ain't made the playoffs. Justin Herbert is the real deal. So for everybody want to jump on me about him, maybe I should. I, I said in, in the podcast the other day, should have put maybe jo Joe Burrow ahead of him because he went to the Super Bowl. Okay, I get it. Okay, cool, Joe. I could have did that. And the only other one I would have changed in this list 
was probably Russell Wilson. I only think I was down on Russell Wilson because of Seattle as a whole. They weren't good. But if you look at Russell Wilson's numbers, he was still Russell Wilson. So you would say, how's Lamar Jackson ahead of him? I get it. We say Russell Wilson is probably the better quarterback. We get it. He probably should have been up there. But Lamar Jackson is just kind of different. He doesn't throw the prettiest ball. If you're a receiver, you probably might not want to come there. But Lamar Jackson is dynamic. And when he is in the game, he's always a threat. And he can take over a game by himself and win games by himself because of his dynamic features. And I know he had a little bit down year, but he's still a top quarterback in there. And if you look all the lists, I think it's pretty respectable after that. Man, you just took Justin Herbert in his second year. And he's already leapfrogging Russell Wilson. I could understand. <laughs> I got you a little bit. Just, just a teeny hair. But if oh we look at okay, Dad but look at this year. If we're looking at this year, but if we're looking at this year, right? Okay, what did Russell Wilson do with the Seattle Seahawks? He did absolutely nothing because he was injured for most of that time frame. Yes, but he still threw okay. for 3,000 yards, 25 tubs, and six six interceptions, right? If I'm going off the top of – let me pull right. up and, my cheat uh, notes but, right, uh, right uh, here. But hold up. And, and, what did, and what did Justin Herbert do? He had 65 completion percentage, 5,000 yards. Okay. And, and name me a quality. Excuse me. 15. Excuse me. Name me a quality win that you can go back and say that Justin Herbert won. Mm. And then okay. he frozen he like solid. Back. It was like the movie Frozen. Two, one or two against the Dallas Cowboys in the second week. He literally threw three interceptions. And, of course, my guy Parsons got around to him and made him fumble the ball. And they took away one of the interceptions because the aficionados. But we're not going to get into that. I'm looking at Justin he Herbert. He still the, got things to prove. Did, did He's Justin only Herbert in his second year. Did, did Justin Herbert keep him in the game, though? Why they were able to play in that game was Justin Herbert. Is that not true? But he's the same reason why they lost. Yes that or no? Game. Yes, yes, yes or no? Just yes or no. <laughs> he's the same reason yes no. why they lost that game. Yes that or no? So you gonna tell me if you if you looking at what Justin Herbert did this year compared to Russell Wilson, you ain't taking that season over him? Man, I'm looking at the full body of resume. Yes or no? I'm still. I mean, that's take, the problem. That's the problem. We only got you two years. Full it's body two, of resume. It's two, it's two. We talking about this past year. We can't go by what they all did forever. Bruh. We can't go by for what they did forever. So we excuse go by what me. They did so from oh last oh year. so oh we're oh. We talking about top quarterbacks going in here. And if you look at Justin Herbert's first two years, he been really dynamic his first Finish two years. Him. Hold the, on, the, hold on. The so, Chargers still trying to build their take. Ooh, I so like this. I, I, like, I like this gate. debate against my brother I'm from another it. mother. No I'm other don't it. look like Danny Glover. But let me pull up some stats. What's his name? Is Lamar Jackson is his name? Is Lamar Jackson is okay. his name you got up there at the yeah, top Yeah, hold on. 10. Let me show hold this on, list again, dog. Excuse me. Pull him up. Uh. So, excuse me. Are you saying that you based this particular ranking off of just last year alone? Or are you combining that's all why, things? Now, that's where, and that's where I just said now. On the, after, when I did the list, I said that's the only <laughs> switch I would do because I would take Russell Wilson over Lamar Jackson. You feel me? But I'm not going to say Lamar Jackson is no bum quarterback. Lamar Jackson is very dynamic. He just came off of you talking about body of work. Body uh -oh. of work. Uh -oh. Just a couple of years, he was the whole league in vape. Hey. Oh! Oh, was that was that systematic Lamar Jackson? Or are you talking about just judging the say, player just you off of the way he did? You're going to tell me Lamar Jackson 
So you're going to tell me Lamar Jackson couldn't go to other teams and still be dynamic? Is that what you're telling me, Law? I'm Wait telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm yelling. Let that one tell him go through. I'm yelling that to you. Lamar Jackson in the Woo. Dallas Cowboys system, if we had Lamar Jackson under Jason Garrett, Lamar Jackson Woo. would almost be out of the league right now. You mean ah, to tell ah. me that 2,757 yards, excuse me, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, no, I'm gonna let you finish. Go no, ahead, finish. Well, let me just go. Let me go say this for last year: the kid threw for 16 okay. touchdowns and 13 INTs, mm, 2,882 yards. If Dak Prescott would have done that, they would have reverse crucifixed him. Now I get it; he was hurt right last now, year. Now 2017, yeah, when, yeah, I know, but 2017 they were ready to beat up Dak because he had a fall off year. Is that not correct? Come on, man. He didn't throw for that bit. Let me pull up Dak Prescott. But did he have – how many interceptions did Dak Prescott throw in his 2017 year? I think it was 13. Oh, I think they still finished 9-7, too, by the way. Hold on. Let me go. But they didn't go to the playoffs, did they? But he did throw for 22 tubs, right? He did throw for 3,324 yards. But he okay, but it wasn't like it was a big number over uh, Lamar Jackson's down you, year, hey, correct? You get, hey, real quick, let me jump in real quick because you getting some love. The big time show said. If it's last year, then Stafford has to be higher. See, that's why I respect your list because you kept it real with me. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I would have Dak much higher, but I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at you for this. I think you are fair as can be based on how you see it. I, I like your list, dog. Put I it do. like this. I, 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 can, I can see literally Dak Prescott in front of Lamar. I can literally see where you can say that Matthew Stafford is a little bit ahead of Dak Prescott. I can give you that. But I need to see one more year out of Justin Herbert. I really do. Josh Allen, I I can feel you right there in that spot right there. I'm not going to complain about that. Tom Brady. Look, man, that's Tom Brady. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you need to see the list. Here no, we go. No, 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 it's, cool. it's good. It's good. It's I, good. I put Aaron Rodgers below because you know what? You people put Aaron Rodgers above, but I'm looking at the last few years, bro. You choked it, so mm. I can't. I, I'm gonna have to mm. put Freddie over you. I'm liking that. that. That's oh, fair, dog. You, you That's had fair. That, you had been coach, and they were saying, "Oh, it was Mike McCarthy. He's terrible." What to what? You got that new coach, and still same result. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see yeah. your logic. I, I really can. Logic a little bit, though, I see though. the logic. Like, and what I didn't want, just keeping it real, man. I didn't want, because I went to your channel on this, man. I wanted to make sure it wasn't no clout chasing. Because what a lot of people like to do, they want to use when you being independent in your opinions as a reason to try to get clout on my dog. I'm like, nah, don't do that today. Not today. Like, if somebody give you opinion that's outside the norm, respect it. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah. Respect yeah. it. You know what I mean? You might even disagree, but respect it because it take balls to do this. And matter of fact, if you ain't got your list, don't have no opinion. Wait, wait, wait a minute, uh, boss. I don't have a list now. <laughs> well, well, I ain't talking to you, big dog. Okay. I ain't talking to you, man. You, you a vet. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking to the haters, man. Yeah. I already know your spirit good, big bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but this I'm is talking the thing. to people that like to hate. You Lamar, know what I'm Lamar yeah. Jackson and Dak Prescott both got the same playoff record is one and three, and I believe Josh Allen is one and three in the playoff as well. But we do know that Josh Allen is ascending. Is, is Josh Allen one and three in the playoff? I could be off. 
Is he one in three? Y'all help me out. But he got a pretty good record. I know because he went pretty deep. He he got he a went pretty deep his first year, didn't he? His first year Josh they went kind of deep, didn't they? Did they? Or no, they lost because that's when Houston beat them. Because remember they had the big lead and Houston came back, didn't they? Right. Look, I say I say this to say, but that. you know what, Josh I, Allen, no law. Talk to me. A law. What Josh? Mm-hmm. With, with, even with Josh Allen, I'm gonna keep it real. I like his talent, but he's still. If you're talking about Justin Herbert. I want to see another year of Josh Allen, too. The talent is crazy and what they did last year. But now I feel like he's going to have a lot of pressure now, Law, law and Boss, from last year to duplicate. You understand mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I need to see that from him because, remember, Josh Allen was never the most accurate throwing quarterback, even mm. in college. So that's something that I want to watch going into this year from last year because uh, now they put him up there and I have him up there too. So he's got to, to me, he's got to show what you're telling me about Justin Herbert. To me, he's got to show again too. Yeah, and and then um, I think the world of Justin Herbert, I know both of you guys had him high coming out of the draft as it relates to his yeah. skill set and his, uh, his his ability. And I think that uh, Big Game James, you was banging on the table uh, when he was at the uh, Senior Bowl, right? He went to Senior Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I yeah. remember that film you did. But uh, we, we do have to see one more year of him and to see if he That's can fair. really step it up. I do, I do really believe it takes three years to at least see where this, these players are going. Uh, but far as the uh, – what's that other kid name from Cincinnati? Joe Burrows. Joe Burrow. Shoot, that that kid. He's really not a kid. He's only a year and a half younger than Dak Prescott, by the way. So he is a long-in-the-tooth guy that stayed in college forever, made it to the pros or what have you, and he got some weapons on the outside. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, who he already had a relationship with, uh, that tight end. So they got weapons. So now that they got an offensive line, we will see them week two. It should be phenomenal. But we can get to Cowboys conversation. I just had to pick with you a little bit to see where you was at on that list, big game. I like the yeah. I, I want to definitely start to show off with the big homie list, man, because it took some balls to do that, man. Yeah. I like this because it's it's different. It's not cowboy ish. You know what I mean? It's 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 your real opinion of where you see Dak in relation to others. You know what I'm saying? And it's a real opinion of where you see the other quarterbacks in relation to others so you know and i'm not judging your list my thinking is what i don't like sometimes with some of the other guys is i feel like they get anointed fast and that got anointed slow you know what i'm saying yeah, i ain't saying right, with you right i'm right. just saying no, i understand i yeah, totally agree with it's that. like Dak is always we gotta see, we gotta see, we gotta see. Yeah. Right. When he right. shows in the big one, right? <laughs> yeah. And then right. when you know and so is that's but I do respect you for this list. I think it's a damn good list. You know what I mean? Put and it I like think, this. Put it like this. I like boss. how you fight for your list. He, put it like this, mm-hmm. boss. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna use the arbiter word if if Burroughs and Herbert have the same year that they have last year again, shoot, they should be higher on that list. Believe it or not. Yeah, I think yeah. they should be top quarter. If, if they have, if they have the same again. season. Yeah. And and the they go to both go to the playoffs. Yeah, I'll put them up high. But but my but my quarterback number number ten on everybody's list. At least he's in the top ten. Y'all look out for him. A healthy Dak Prescott. Ooh, it's gonna get yeah. crazy. Yeah, and then um, to a degree, I see one more thing I want to say about your list. 
the logic mm -hmm. that I think you did with your list when I'm watching your list, your list is based on what have you done for me lately. Then right. some people will look at a body of work. If you're looking right. at what have you done for me lately, how can people really argue with this? Outside of Lamar. I'm still outside of it. Lamar outside and of maybe Lamar. Justin yeah. Herbert. You know, yo, I, I, I can agree outside of Lamar because and you could probably say Justin Herbert because he didn't make the playoffs. Those right. are the two that you can look at. You and can say, kind of fight you. Those on. You can fight me on those and you can move those guys down. Right. I wouldn't fight you on that. Right. But those are the only two I would do. I wouldn't touch nobody else. Well, since well, we, wait, wait, we let me ask you this, though. Let me ask both of y'all this, though. Uh, Calum mm -hmm. Murray, you pull uh -huh. back up that list. Yeah, wouldn't uh -huh. he be higher unless he didn't? What what game? He lost one game and then he went on a losing streak. Would Kyler think, Murray? Uh, if he finished, about, if he finished strong, would he be higher on that list? If Kyler Murray finished strong, would I, he be higher? Yes, I feel like yeah, much he, higher. He would be if he finished stronger. But the way he finished, uh, Law and uh, Boss, I didn't I didn't like it, especially yep. the playoffs. Mm -hmm. uh, that playoff game was just atrocious, and it just looked like you know once one of his main weapons went down, he struggled. Right. Um, so yeah, I need to see some more of some Kyler Murray. Everybody's trying to anoint him. I and that's one kid in my opinion. I can't anoint him just yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Who you have yeah. at sixteen, big game, James? Who, who's knocking right back. in the top fifteen? Uh, I think uh, I think it was uh, I think I had Garoppolo. Uh oh, I see my brother in the chat, Twin Maker. <laughs> <laughs> Garoppolo, he, no, hey, he, he big on like Trey. What, what's y'all stance on Trey Lance since since he in there, man? Now Trey I had Lance. him lower, but I like Trey Lance. Me too. Now I had a lot of the rookies lower just because yeah. of their season, but talent wise, I like Fields, Lance. I'm going to keep it real. The only rookie quarterback that I was more suspect on was Trevor Lawrence. They mm. all saying this about him. I I know it was a toxic situation, but I need to see him with Doug Peterson. And I need to see this because I didn't see the generational talent that he I didn't see that from him. Uh -oh. You understand what I'm saying? So I didn't I didn't see that. I like Zach Wilson. I think some people look at he might be a little aloof with the leadership, but they got a lot of talent around him and he's talented. He got yeah. an arm and he can sling it. So I really want to see him in that offense with the Jets. But I like those guys, Lance and Fields, and the trajectory. Okay. It's time for the law to get back on it, man. Come on, Trevor Lawrence. I'm rooting for you, man. Come on. Yeah, I'm high on Trevor Lawrence, too. I'm high on him. Yeah, he got to show me. <clears throat> yeah. But I, in terms of what he was showing coming out, being in a pro-style offense, having the responsibilities of a pro quarterback, even though he wasn't mm -hmm. against the best competition – and then I really, really loved his pro day. But oh, yeah. that's definitely not enough. You're right. Mm -hmm. You got to show me at the end of the day. But raw two-wise, I like him. It's just can he put it together. Now, Law, <laughs> you sit over something from Mike Tomlin. We go talk about the Cowboys and we go talk about our breakout players. But we go do that last. So y'all stay mm -hmm. with us all the way to the end. And also y'all make sure y'all hit that like button as y'all coming in the door. Um, on everybody channel. Make sure you stop by everybody channel and hit that like. Push all of us up the algorithm. Please, mm -hmm. thank you. But um, I want to kind of get into this because this is fire, um, um, what you brought, Law. So let's 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 listen to it and go through it. Check it out. What'd you just say, Coach? <laughs> I love coaches that resist the responsibility of coaches, that talk negatively about a dude that can't learn and blah, blah. Man, if everybody could learn, we need less coaches. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. right. If if the group didn't need management, then we wouldn't make as much. 
I love reading draft evals and, and, and somebody's talking about anything other than pedigree. Mm. Talking about how poor somebody's hand usage is. Well, that's coaching. Mm. I don't run away from coaching. Can I pause that? Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna keep going, but that was just so spicy what he just said. Let me just rewind that. Rewind, I'm real quick. Rewind, I'm sorry, James hated when I do that. I'm sorry, Big, but you know, I like. Oh to, no, I'm I, love, I'm I'm sitting here love. I'm chilling. Why? Okay, coach. okay, cool. I check it, but that was so far what he said because that that's we've been hearing that on Tyler Smith, right? Yeah, we've been. Yeah, here we go. Owls, and. And, and somebody's talking about anything other than pedigree. Talking about how poor somebody's hand usage is. Well, that's coaching. Mm. I don't run away from coaching. Mm. I run to coaching. Oh. It all is in line with that not seeking comfort. Because when you're a coach that's talking about somebody can't learn, you're seeking comfort because your teaching is struggling. Yeah. Wow. To that point where you see talent and then you, have, you can develop talent. But then there's guys that's not going to make it, bro. Like, how long does it take you to watch a player and be like, he needs this or he is not NFL material, coach? Like, we know mm -hmm. it's 1% of the 1%. Yoga like, we fire. luckily made us. Yoga luckily everybody work hard. You know what I'm saying? But so you look at a guy and say, I can make him or it's that's he can't play in the league. I think that there is no cookie cutter for that, mm. that timeline. Mm-hmm. But when you're out of time, we all know it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I just go hard all day until we at that point where we know it. And when we're there, we all know it. You just never know what it is. And sometimes um, the reality is it's got nothing to do with the, the person we're talking about. Sometimes it's what's going on around them. Mm. Sometimes what's going on around you buys you time. Sometimes what's going on around you chews up your time. Mm. I just think that that's why we all better come with an edge every day because that's the component of it that we don't know. I think that's what allows me to stay knuckled up, man, and, and going to work every day <laughs> yeah. um, with the resume that you speak of. <laughs> the resume. I think the resume, <laughs> the resume yeah. that we speak of. We <laughs> hell of, hell of boy, that boy big capping on up. that, ain't it? He big capping on that. I like he, that, though. Yoga, that fire. Yoga, claim. Law, what's your thoughts on that, big dog? I've been saying this since Parcells left. The Cowboys been relying only on talent and not developing their players. I could be a million percent wrong before I get into more details. But now, in this particular last year, Dan Quinn came in with a philosophy of actually talent teaching and elevating players. But since Parcells left, there have not been a coach that's in this particular stratosphere of the Cowboys of elevating a said player to a higher degree. And I don't want to hear about the uh, Miles Austins of the world and what Tony Romo eventually developed into because that was all Tony Romo. I'm not saying that Jason Garrett developed him. We all know what happened with that. So what coach said, it goes all the way back to also what's going on now with this particular team. And I do like the aspect that Dan Quinn is at least putting on the helmets and pads and teaching and yeah. developing these players. Yeah. But there have not been a guy that you can literally look at and say, man, you know what? 
They got to develop under the previous system. Hopefully, man, Mike McCarthy and whatever the world Keller Moore is doing, that we can see some development going on. But what's y'all thoughts? I could be wrong, though. Boss? No, it's on you, big dog. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> first of all, that was a great explanation by you, you Law. Uh, I can kind of, let's say, I bounce off of that and saying that where you saying uh, the coaches currently aren't developing, aren't coaching, that's where I can say with Joe Philbin. Um, I mentioned him uh, earlier, uh, maybe a couple months ago, I said he's the 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 – the fire or the microscope is on him, right? Because right. ever since he's been there, who has he developed on the offensive line? Okay? When you're talking about the coaching law, I agree. Where Who has he developed? In, in three years he's been there, we've had six offensive linemen, I think, have come there in the draft. Mm -hmm. uh, Tyler Biadish has regressed, as I said. Terrence Steele has gotten better, but they don't attribute that to Philbin. They attribute right. that to Mayweather, Duke. And then you have um, your last year guys who didn't even see the field until the end. Josh Ball, you didn't see him. And then the kid from Nebraska, uh, fair enough, you didn't see him to the end. And now you drafted two more guys. And those guys got to play now. Well, at least Tyler Smith. So, to me, we got to see the development because I haven't seen the development on the offensive line. And just agreeing with that, that fact of uh, Dan Quinn coming in with the philosophy because he came in, like he said, hands-on. We, I like guys hands-on. That's what Jimmy Johnson, he was hands-on. He was out there. He was putting his hands out there, was jumping. I mean, that's the type of coach I like who's out there. And you saw how the team really took to it. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why the defense was so good. Because Dan Quinn identified, okay, he didn't just say, this is the plan, this is what we're running, and that's it. No, he said, okay, this is where we're going to find out. Didn't he say this in the, in the interviews in the very mm -hmm. beginning? We're going to find out who does what really good, and we're going to focus on that and make that great with them. And that's what he did. And so that means you have to teach and you have to find out what's the lifeline of each one of your players. And I feel like that's where the development came. We don't see that. And I also will say, to your point, Law, since Bill Parcells has left, I don't feel like the ownership lets the coaches coach. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? That's another one. Yeah. So because that's a problem in itself. If you don't let the coaches coach, they become handicapped and your team becomes handicapped. And then I feel like that's when you lose those big games that you should win. I feel like that happened with McCarthy because why was he jumping up there saying, hey, I know how to coach. I know how to do this. It's kind of crazy. I never seen this. So I feel like that that has a seeping in it, too, um, as far as the coaching um, and the whole team as an aspect. Hmm. Good points, man. So. Definitely my thoughts on that is um, you can see why his honestly, and I can't stand Pittsburgh. Me too. I but I got to give credit where credit is due. Just listening, I can see why a lot of people are high and play for him. Just that one snippet showed me how he's able to keep his guys on edge. You know what I mean? and understanding the real window of your career opportunities and maxing out. That was a fantastic speak speech that was impromptu. Like it was, wasn't planned, but it made sense. Like, bro, you got to max out every day. 
because you don't know when your day go be last. Because what he said that was so genius, it's like sometimes you are being bought time Mm -hmm. Just because of your situation, sometimes your time is expiring because of your situation. Like, mm -hmm, for instance, mm -hmm. perfect example, Romo and Dak. Yeah. Romo play of 2016 was killing Romo's window. That's all it was. The play of 2016 just, just expired Romo's time. Romo could have kept playing. Yeah. But that situation of being able to pay a quarterback $600,000. Yeah. You know what I mean? Versus 10 million at the time for Romo. Yeah. The economics made Romo time expire even though he had more in the tank. Yeah. So, that type of stuff I could see why guys play hard for Tomlin just keeping it real. And I think uh I like also just real quick how he took the responsibility of teaching his guys. Right. Not blaming them. He was like, I run two coaches. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But if you hear us and you hear our media, so do we need to look at the players? Right, right. Real coaches <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> right. Right? That yep. dude had to work with third string quarterbacks and make the playoffs. Never had a losing season. Never. So that just tell me the benefit of Coach having thoughts mm -hmm. like him and just thinking like that. The way that he thinks to me, um, obviously kind of spread to his players, just keeping it real. So oh, no. I did have um, um, something else I want to kind of get get to real quick on Jerry. All right. All right. So I'm going to go through this with Jerry, and then we go, we go discuss it real quick. All right. Here we go. Uh, we've got uh, really young players, uh, not only the draft picks, but also really – more free agents, college free agents that have a chance to help us this year than I've seen in a long time. And so um, I go right to these new faces and uh, they're very important for us. Uh, they're going to, uh, uh, their, their lack of success would cripple our hopes. Hold it for a second real quick and just kind of let that dodge Cripple. Cripple, yeah, cripple, and he talking about our young players. You look, look, boss. When you have young yeah. players, you and you thinking that they are gonna take you all the way there. And of course, when the Cowboys won their Super Bowl in the nineties, we were considered a young team, uh, and nice. then we was a mature team in ninety five. But that's a story of a different day. Uh, but when you expecting to win a Super Bowl and you have a bunch of young players, you for damn sure better have a good coaching staff that's ready. Right. Fall on the sword that can elevate these guys. There shouldn't have been a nervous bone in their body against those 49ers in the playoff game. But you got to expect that when you have the youth, the young players. And here's the thing. when I wish we had this one loaded up. But when Parsons was speaking in an interview, he literally said last year there were moments that I wanted to speak out. But I held my tongue, my mouth, because I was the rookie. But going into this year, I'm speaking out. I'm going to let people know. Sometimes, dog, you don't have to run the play the exact way. But just be here. Hold that position. Because I am the leader now, and I believe 
that that's the way that the Cowboys should look at this as it relates to finding their dog and their leadership. But what Jerry Jones said was a mouthful. So that's the only reason why, Cowboy Nation, I'm banging on the table saying, hey, we like this wide receiver court, but they may need a veteran. Hey, we mm. like this per- particular spot on the team, but they may need somebody that been here before because sometimes that youth, you're going to go through those growing pains. But go ahead. Um, Before we go, let me just finish and then – we finished this year their success would enhance our hopes uh, more than any group that i think we've seen i think they've got that kind of appeal i'm not so sure that isn't uh, pretty uh, common around the league with the emphasis that we've got and the structure of salaries we've got that this happens but it's certainly our case right now so uh, to talk english here i like all of our picks uh, obviously we haven't had the pads on and uh we are talking football here, so it's way ahead of your time to talk about a football player without having seen him in pads. But we've seen him in pads in college a lot. Hmm. So I'm going to just tell y'all what I got from this. Um, to me, just keeping it all the way real, they are putting a lot of weight on Will McClay. That's what's going on, right? Right. That's what I'm hearing is – the moves that he made in these previous drafts and the way that Jerry just explained that, he said, this is not coming around the league on how we doing it, where we leaning on young guys and hoping they can actually take us there. But I want to ask both of you a question. Can we blame those young guys as the reasons why we didn't make it? Because I don't see talent as a reason why we didn't make it. You see what I'm saying? So I can't even really fight the philosophy too bad of leaning on these young guys, even though it's uncommon, mm-hmm. right? To 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 not to not get there with veterans. It's, it's usually you get there with veteran leadership. Mm-hmm. But we doing it opposite. We saying we going with young guys. And he was mentioning undrafted free agents and speaking like this is one of the best classes that he's seen in the Cowboys. <laughs> so mm. I'm, I, I'm not quite, I'm not quite mad at that big. Am I tripping? Now nah, you ain't tripping, but here's the problem. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, me, we talked about this. We don't hate the philosophy that they're doing. Mm-hmm. You you should build through the draft. You right. should build through young players. They are your lifeline. That's how you stay competitive, always having good drafts. Mm-hmm. But you must have some guys here and there that you can sprinkle. So okay. what Dallas is doing to me is that they're saying, these are our stars, and I feel like Dak – Marcus Lawrence, all those guys are going to have to play out of their minds mm. because we don't get free agents. Right. And we're, we can't really rely on these young guys because they're young. They haven't seen this. So that's why there's so much pressure on Dak and, and, and the CD lambs of the world because we don't have anybody else that they're getting from the outside, fellas. We're relying on young rookies, undrafted people, and our players. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like it keeps on coming to this same thing. When you listen to other the fans and other people, I think we're still missing that toughness. We're still missing that grit. 
even though we had Dan Quinn and he brought a good attitude, we still got pushed around in games. That's the frustrating part that those things still happen with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know about y'all, but that still kind of frustrates me. And I feel like that's the reason why we still continue to fall short. To your point, Law, there's no way that we should have ever been nervous to play some San Francisco 49ers. We should have relished that time to say we're going to beat you Mm -hmm. and take it to where we want to go. I remember, uh, I think it was that week where they were talking about playing the old games of the San Francisco 49ers playing the Dallas Cowboys in the Mm -hmm. 92-93. And I don't know if it was Dak or somebody else and said, I mean, we weren't really there. So, you know, we were just watching it. No, you need to really watch this because Mm -hmm. this right here can motivate you and take you to the next level. And I felt like they were kind of just playing off like that was back in the day. This is the Cowboys now. No, you need to look at that because they have something that you guys are still lacking. And I feel like that's one of the failures. Man, man, big game change. Give give him some of that yoga fire, man, please. Oh, man, man. hold on, man. What is Yoga fire. Yoga flame. I, I cannot express this enough about what Big Game James just said because what we are doing essentially, and and trust me, in that same speech that Jerry Jones said, he did brought up the word hope. He hoped that those guys can elevate. And yeah. when you think about it, we do too mm. because the next receiver next to C.D. Lamb is James Washington, who – most catch ever in his entire career in a single season was 44 catches. 44 catches. And that's that's the guy that's going to be on the opposite side. Outside of Simi Fajoko, we don't know what he can do. Jalen Tolbert, I think the world of Jalen Tolbert. I just said uh, earlier today on my show, you know I do like 50,000 of them, that Van <laughs> Jefferson. Van Jefferson. And I can recall, he had 50 receptions last season. 802 yards, six touchdowns. That was the L.A. Rams' third or fourth option. And keep this in mind, Cowboy Nation, and everyone that's listening. They looked at it like we're trying to win at all costs. That's why they went and scooped up a Deshaun Jackson, because he brought in some veteran experience, and they realized that this is a knucklehead. They cut ties with him. It should be no problem for the Cowboys to do the same on the defensive side of the coin, to pick up an old veteran. I don't care how long the tooth is. Bring him in and do that like an Anthony Barr or bring in somebody that been around as it relates to veteran and a wide receiver to help. That's all we're asking for because we see that, yes, you got the young team. Excuse me, L.A. Rams were a young team too in certain factors. But you got to be able to really deal with free agency. That's all I'm saying, too. Yeah, it's like he justifying Stephen Jones' strategy. Can I be real? Oh, yeah. Keep it real, boss. Yeah, he justifies Stephen Jones' strategy because this is not the nature of Jerry. Mm-hmm. All of us know Jerry is a gambler, right. man. Come on no. now. He's yep. a guy that goes yep. all in. Yep. And he's been yep. fighting yep. his instincts for years yeah. trusting his son. Yeah. Can we just keep it 100? That's my son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, That's my give son. Your, give, yourself, give, give yourself a yoga fire. <laughs> yeah, give yourself, yourself some fire. Yoga fire. Yeah, because I'm yoga flame. And a yoga flame. See, before yeah. people That's one. laugh, <laughs> you got to just really look at it, man. We know. That's why he kept it real and said, it's going to go down with the strategy. Either yeah. this strategy go take us there or 
if these youngsters mm. don't ball out, which is Steven's <sighs> strategy. So he's, to me, am I tripping? But it sounds like he's a little bit distancing himself from Steven's strategy. Am I hearing that? Because that's what I feel like I'm hearing, that he's a little bit saying, okay, you also on notice, even though Steven is never on real notice as a son. <laughs> never. But Yoga Fire. he's saying, Yoga I'm watching. Flame. Because we see they have not made no big moves in free agency. And like you say, Anthony Barr still sitting out there. I don't know why we ain't brought him in. Yeah. Now, now, Abdonna, now Sue sitting out there. Sue. What are we? Right. <laughs> what are we waiting for? And, and here's the thing, boss. You 100%, I 1 billion percent agree with everything you just said right there. Um, and because the thing that just, and I, I said this before, Jerry never made me just, Jerry never just made me mad. He would get me frustrated, but I never got mad at Jerry Ooh, because he always tried. Jerry always tried right. to get out. We were never yep. mad at him for because if Dallas, if the next year, right, they were saying, "Man, Dallas need a receiver, dog. We can't. We need to do something." What he do? He went out and got him a dog type receiver. Right. He said, "Dallas, we need a safety." He said, "All right, I'm going through everybody and finds. I don't care how much it costs. Then we're gonna bring him in here." That was Jerry. If they said we need somebody to do something, Jerry went out there and said, "Well, we getting him because I'm ready to win." So that's what I loved about Jerry. Now he done got older, and now his son done kind of neutered him mm -hmm. and got him yep. got him that way where it's like, Dad, we can't keep doing it that way. Right. It ain't going to work. It's a salary cap now. We got to do it this way. Trust Daddy. me. This is how we have to do it. See, when we in good shape with the cap. Mm -hmm. We got money. You know what I'm saying? You saying all that, but we ain't getting no wins. And Jerry looking at you like, yeah, we saving money, but I want Super Bowls. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and to yeah, that like point, they, they done brainwashed enough Cowboy fans to feel the same way because I'm reading people saying, and, and I'm not – shooting any jab at you guys but sue is too old uh i remember when i mentioned what um uh my guy hakeem Hicks. jpp they said it too he's too when i old. said jp go get jpp they yeah. said jpp he too old he got hurt last year no yeah. yeah and look look what the buccaneers just did they went and got hakeem hicks because they looked at it like hey he's out there uh, if it was the Cowboys right now, it would be a bunch of Cowboy fans saying, we don't need him. We got Big Vita Vea. We got the linebackers, man, that can Ooh. fly out to the ball. We don't need Ooh. no help. We and that's what exactly what's happening every year. And then when that passes, what, what happened, Boss Cowboy? Oh, man, we should have went. Man, ah, we should have went and got this dude. We should have went and got that guy. <laughs> Every year, like clockwork. Every year, dog. Like every year. All right. And I want to play one more thing real quick. But that was super interesting to me that our real strategy for a Super Bowl is leaning on the young guys. Right. So, so, but I'm open only because you, them young you guys open. been balling. I'm not. Young but I'm just saying because the young guys been balling, so I'm kind of balling. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm, you know I ain't. I ain't. You, let me put it on me. We, you they know going to ball because Will McClay is a dog with drafting. They going to ball, right? But it's like we can't put it together. Yeah, it got to be put together. Yeah, and that's asking a lot for young men to come into 
young uh, guys to come into a, a man's league and lead them to the promised land. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you need a shepherd. You need you a Moses. <laughs> you need you a Joshua. You need somebody who been there sometime. So yeah. this is, and Jerry himself, I got to give him credit in that he was saying, this is odd what we do and how we do it here. So we go sit back and watch this one. I want to play this too about him talking about Mike McCarthy and get y'all thoughts on it. Uh -oh. Then we go get into our breakout guys. Here we go. With Coach McCarthy again, you know how it works on the outside about, oh, he's enough pressure, he must win. How do you view it for him that in winning and moving on and his future and what he can be? Because you know the Sean Payton stuff's going to be out there and if you want Dan Quinn to be the guy, how does, how does Mike deal with that and how do you view it? Sean Payton shouldn't be out there. What? That, that's, a, that's an injustice to uh, that's uh, <laughs> For him, uh, the Cowboys, all of us, uh, that's just sheer uh, pulling it uh, out of the air. Now, it's well known we're good friends. It's well known that we think a lot of him as coach, know him well, and all of those kinds of things. Uh, but uh, in this case, asking the way you're asking it, he shouldn't uh, be a conversation piece. Uh, Mike has uh, uh, got an opportunity here to win a Super Bowl. And he's got an opportunity uh, uh, to win other Super Bowls. And so that's really the measurement of it. Uh, not just for me, but it's an eternity between right now and this time next year in our game. And I'm not trying to be dramatic. Yeah, you are. And so uh, that's, that's what I should dwell on. That's the way uh, this game is structured, uh, where our staff is in place for the year. Uh, Mike is not only here, but he's in the best uh, uh, position in my mind to lead this team as coach. He is very qualified to win a Super Bowl. And uh, I will tell you, he has the kind of qualities in that person and individually that I really uh, want to work with. And I know his players feel the very same way and his coaching staff feels the same way. So I feel good about Mike and it shouldn't be a, a part of a conversation right now as to where Mike is relative to Rope or where he is relative to Pate, Sean Payton. That hey, hey, Paul, let me say that. something right quick, man. Pause right quick. Okay. I, I got an analogy, man, that I got to say and I got to use it before it slipped my mind. It's oh. like that Jason, not, not, not Jason Garrett, but Jerry Jones is uh -huh. with his wife. And he's saying, baby, you you fine. But good Lord, she over there is banging, boo. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look at her. Look at where she move and sway in that sundress. Bas that's basically what he did to Mike McCarthy. Hey, Mike McCarthy, you the coach, man. I like you, man. You got a possibility and a chance to win the Super Bowl. But, man, that, that coach over there, Sean Payton, he shouldn't be by himself. He shouldn't be yeah. alone. God, and see, D.A. Lee called it, because I called it too. D.A. Lee, my boy D.A. Lee called it, because he snuck this in there when he said, I'm not trying to be cute. He said, between right now and next year, when he said, that's an eternity, that was still throwing out some hope for Sean Payton. So, so Jerry, stop it, man. <laughs> stop it, man. Stop it, brother. But, but, but I also want to say this, too, before I turn it over but real quick to my boy Big. Bro. Um, first of all, shout out to Mike McCarthy, because this is the benefit of standing up for yourself, mm -hmm. because Jerry didn't have this tune yeah. before Mike McCarthy spoke out for himself on the Rich Eisen show. Mm -hmm. You know, 
So this is to me, when you see the about face of Jerry and how he respected Mike McCarthy in the public, it's because sometimes you got to put your foot down. Yeah. You know, and he did. And he did. He he let the world know I've never been in anything like this my whole life. And he talked about how they focus on the big picture. So it did cause Jerry to do an about face mm-hmm. and finally give him the public respect with a little bit of a tease about Sean Payton. Am I tripping? Nah, you ain't, man. Nah, you ain't tripping. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, but, Jerry, be quiet. Just be quiet. You keep talking, doing that double talk, yeah. reverse talk, back talk. I'm sorry. Once my employer told me all this stuff and now you're backtracking, I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> I know what you're about. Right. I'm not listening to you anymore now. I know what you really want. You don't want me. You want Sean Payton. I don't care what he just said. We shouldn't be talking about Sean Payton. That's just kind of trying to put out the fire. The yeah. season's about to start. Yeah, you don't want no fire. drama. You're trying yep. to put out that trying to put out that fire right now. But you still love some Sean Payton. Your Yoga eyes still fire. Ap- Yoga Your eyes still over there looking at Sean Payton, hoping the Miami Dolphins don't offer him all this kind of money because you know they're going well. If Mike McCarthy don't do it, you gonna be trying to go after him. Stop it, Jerry, and don't act like you're not gonna go after him if it's a failure season. You're not gonna look at Sean Payton. Who else you gonna look at? Who else? Only yeah. other person would be Dan Quinn, because I know you ain't gonna jump on no 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 Keller Moore right now, are you? Uh, uh, I, I think it, it may be his other guy though, Lincoln Riley. Though I, I heard that he really high on him, but it'll be a whole nother fiasco of learning growing pains uh in the national yeah, football league you're just starting over you start that's saying you starting over if you brought in how jerry you are starting over it would be <laughs> right would be that's how, what I'm how jerry that's, is he's 80. 80 that's what i'm saying law when i get so 80 i, I want to be sitting down jerry jones <laughs> i don't believe an 80 year old man is going to go with a young dude. He's going to go to another veteran. Yeah. And Sean Payton has done had this link for so daggone long. Why in the hell he not going to go after him? He can throw all kind of money at him and not be on no salary cap. I don't believe you. You yeah. watch, y- Y'all yeah, all watch Coming to America, right? In, in oh, the, you know, We use this reference all the time. But one of the major parts of that movie was at the end when the queen told the king, well, you are the king. And you, but he said it's tradition. And she looked at him and said, well, you are the king. So mm. if Jerry Jones, if, if he's he's 80, don't drag us along. If Sean Payton is the apple of your eye or however that saying is, go get him and stop dragging. Just go get him. Make, make the Just announcement and say, man, uh, Mike McCarthy, we we like you, but we in love with him. And we're going to bring him in. Right. And, and that will be my last final hoorah. But the problem is, and you're right, Law, but the problem is he not the king. Uh-oh. Steven is the king now. 
Oh, I forgot. Man. Steven know we're not Mike McCarthy win was Steven guy. Right? Steven that, is right? Mike McCarthy's guy. I know okay. that. Right. Oh. That too. And I feel you on that, Big. Oh, man. Don't don't get me started, bro. <laughs> Y'all know that. That's a whole other <laughs> subject. Let's save that for another yeah, show, Big Dog. Yeah, we'll save that for we'll another show. We'll save that because that's, 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 that's going to get us going. But I, I tell it's you gonna this. It's going to be a lot of. <laughs> damn yeah, yeah, it's going to be a Woo. lot of people that hate Jerry. Boy, y'all better. You better repent. Hey. You better repent because I yeah. had to. I repented. I, I repented too. Yes. I, I repented a couple years ago. I said, I'm sorry, Jerry. Yep. You still frustrate me, but I am sorry because you know how they say boss and law when you watch those movies and they're like, I'm tired of the king. We want the, you know, the son. <laughs> right. We want him. And then they get that joker and that joker start killing everybody, chopping off heads, <laughs> right. doing everything that, that we want the king back. <laughs> we want the king that's, back. That's, that's yeah. what it's we want the king back. Yeah. Steven running it. And if Steven wasn't his son, he would have fired Steven. A long time ago. You know he would have. You know what I'm saying? As my you son. Know, as good. It, been gone. But. <laughs> that's my son. <laughs> he's not because of the love he has for Steven Jones. And I want to say this for fur use real quick. All the videos that we have have been used according to fur use. <laughs> according to first right, right. we followed all the rules of fair use principles <laughs> we announced that it's in the description everything is done up in order up in here all right so i just want to say that for all you uh secret closet you know what i'm talking about i just want to say right. yeah yeah them guys yeah that beat right there them guys yeah it's some it's some mm, some ooey ooey it's some some <laughs> yep Trying to purge independence. Come back, yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. Yeah, believe. For real. Our voice do matter. You better ask long. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, so Instead I just of want them to saying, say that Let real them have quick. our princely robes. They like. You million. Stop. Right. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. They don't say let them have our subject. princely robes. <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, we got to do everything on the up and up and, and up and up in here. You understand? But just real quick. But now, uh, Stephen Jones, I think Jerry, out of love for Stephen, don't encroach on Stephen. Yeah. True that. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it's, 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 it's super personal to where he tries to front and flex like I'm angry I'm angry but it's yeah. just like us with our kids it's only so mm. we only get so mad at our I'm so mad at you come here and let me kiss you goodnight and tuck you in right right <laughs> exactly that's exactly. what's going on exactly so yeah. all right now we got some breakouts before y'all before y'all go further man let me tell y'all something quick story my daughter took a black magic permanent mac, uh, marker. Right. And wrote on the wall, Daddy, I love you. <laughs> and scribble scrabbed all over the wall, like permanent marker. And, and you know how the Texas wall are with those uh, those type of paint. You just can't just, you yes. got to paint the whole thing. The whole wall. I yeah. said, that's just what it is. That's life. <laughs> She, and she marked everywhere, Daddy, I love you. And as much as I was like, ah, yeah. I love you. I yeah. just love you. Come here and get Daddy a kiss. Daddy a hug. I want to fire you. Yeah. 
Now come here so I can give you a raise, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, just just try to do better. Just try just, to do better. I'm yeah. trying to see this through. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, trying to, see, to see this through. You know, so it's it's the it's the it's the family dynamics and the Ooh. politics of being a fan, and this is what we got to deal with. Yeah, but they, they also our family. Yeah. As dysfunctional as it is, they still our family. We married to them. Married to them. I still don't know. That's what it is, and I'm not ashamed to say it. She didn't get I'm, to I'm married to the dysfunction. Big James, market. I know he don't want to. Look at my boy's so. face. <laughs> you married, dog. You, you married. can't get out. You come can't. On, come on, you, Big I know. You got the ring take, take on your finger. That's take what a I, sip. You got to take one, man. That's why. That's why. Try the Kool-Aid. It's good for you. Yeah, it's just what it is. Big Gang James, you sitting at the dinner table and they got the Kool-Aid out. Try the Kool-Aid, it's good. No, Big Gang James, like, no, but you you family, man. And we prepared the Kool-Aid, so that's why you got to drink it. It's it's, 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 mm, it's just... Now say say it. Go ahead. (laughs) It's just, it's like, I'm going to just tell you, we all know deep down on the inside. That's all I'm going to say. We all know deep down inside yeah. when we watch our Cowboys, we right. just know. We just know. I'm with you. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I was mm. thinking that today, bro. We know our team. Yep. Yo. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to keep it right there, too. I ain't going to say nothing <laughs> We just leave it alone. You feel yeah, me? I'm, nothing I'm starting to really. <laughs> we know our squad, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. But this is the part yeah. I've been excited Positive. about. Yeah. <laughs> she got that Boss, breath. Let's talk about the breakout players. Let's breakout talk about players. the breakout players. All right. But I have been excited about this because everybody got different thoughts on this. All right. So we started mm-hmm. with the big homie, Big Game James. We did this last year. And so Uh-oh. with Big Game James, I'm going to show Big Game James list because he actually killed his breakout players. So let me show my boy Liz real quick. Uh-oh. Let me move it. Yeah, and then we go show his new oh, list. Man. I didn't right, know we, we did this last year, man. You sneaky. No, you wasn't. You wasn't in the no. show. Oh, you had you had a family emergency. All right. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. So, but well. his twenty-one breakout players was Trayvon Diggs. Ooh. That was his number one. Hit that on the head. His number two was C.D. Lamb. Made sense because C.D. Lamb was lighting up training camp. His number three was Randy Gregory. Now, this is his this year's. I'm excited to see this. All right, Big Game James, 2022 breakout players, and you got to break this down, bro. Jalen Tolbert, Tony Pollard on the offense. Let's just stop right there, and I want you to go through your offense, and we're going to talk about it real quick. And then we'll take your defense. Okay, cool. Let's first start with the rookie, man, Jalen Tolbert. I just feel like right now, okay, this is an opportunity for him. Uh, you got Michael Gallup out. James Washington, we don't know, okay? This is a perfect opportunity. And I feel like he already has, just like C.D. Lamb. You remember when C.D. Lamb came out to draft and Dak kind of put his hand around C.D. Lamb and they got re- real close? You saw it in, in the rookie year and you saw it this past season. Dak and CD Lamb has some chemistry. What did Dak do when Jalen Tober got in here? Reached right out to him, talking to him. I feel like that bond is already starting. We've already heard him already looking good. You know, I know it's mini camp and I know they don't have the pads, but fellas, you already know boss and law. We saw what we saw at South Alabama and we don't believe that was fake. He did that against good competition as well. 
he has the size. He has the ability to get past defenses. Like I said, he averaged almost 13 yards a catch, had eight or nine TDs so he can get in the end zone. And I just feel like this is a perfect opportunity to come in. And I can see where he can come in like a C.D. Lamb, how he came in his rookie year and a Michael Gallup get like a 60, 50, 60 catch season because that's going to be available to him. And he's going to get allowed and be able to get those targets early. If you remember when C.D. Lamb first came in his rookie year, Dak was his favorite target. He was going on a monstrous pace on his first four games. He was going crazy because Dak was looking for him until he got hurt. I think Jalen Torbert going to come in and surprise a lot of people and, and, and pick up a lot of slack where these other guys aren't there. So that's why he's going to be a breakout player for me. Mm. Hold on now, real quick. Before you go to Tony right. Pollard, because, you know, I want to say mm-hmm. something real quick on Tony Pollard, big dog. I don't agree that Tony Pollard will be a breakout player. Hmm. And I know he can. I don't trust mm-hmm. Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Because I was hearing, like lad, like this year, they moving Tony Pollard to the slot. We heard that last year and the year before that. And he got a brain freeze on how to use Tony Pollard. Can you talk me off that cliff, big dog? That's going to be very hard to talk you off of because you know what? we When you heard that, when we heard uh, Boss that he's in the slot, he's playing more yep. receiver, they're going to use Tony Pollard no more. I made the tweet like, yeah, right. we done heard right. that before. Right, we heard so that done, before. I, so I, We've not heard it all before, but this is my glimmer of hope. Remember how you say the glimmer of hope, yeah. and Boss? Yeah. Remember how you say yeah. the glimmer of hope, yeah. Boss? This is what I'm going to look at. 2019, 2020, 2021. <laughs> attempts a game, rushing, 86, 101, 130. Each year they went up. Okay. Uh, attempts per game as far as rushing, 5.7, 6.3, 8.7. They went up. He had a career year in yards, 719, five and a half. And this is where I'm going to say the glimmer of hope because the shining light is on Kellen Moore this year, fellas. Mm. The shining light. See, the shining light wasn't on him them other mm. years. Yep. It was hidden. Kellen Moore was this, Kellen Moore was that. But guess what? Ball one. Guess what? PFFs just say you the second best coordinator in oh, NFL. God. You feel me? So God. maybe you got to live up to that now. Yep. You might have to read them press clippings. Guess what? Kurt Warner and all them bust you out. A lot of people down on you, Kellen Moore. So mm. don't you think if I'm a coordinator, I want to shut a lot of people up. I got to – this is some proven grounds right here because the light is on me, and I got to get playmakers on the field. So what I'm going to use off the glimmer of hope that since it's going to be me on blast this year and it's going to be a lot of shine on me, I got to get these balls to these playmakers, so I got to make it happen. So that's why I'll say, especially coming off his – highest his best year even though we were frustrated it still was his best year since he's been with the cowboys i'm gonna say he gets a lot more carries i'm gonna say he does catch the ball more and i'm gonna say he gets more receptions more yards rushing and he becomes a viable weapon that we can say man that boy good and i'm gonna live off of that y'all because that's the only thing i can do is that the eye is on kellen and he's got to do it and this is a year that Tony Pollard has got to see the ball this season. <laughs> My boy look. drinking that Kool-Aid. What in the way? What is going on, man? It's a big thing for man, Boss Cowboy to actually say publicly that he drunk Kool-Aid. Oh, Listen, oh. I do not drink Kool-Aid without man. first measuring. Wait, let's get back to your list, big dog, because you did. just shocked me. <laughs> it is you measured, just shocked me. It is measured, though. It's measured, though. 
that it is measured because he gave some good ingredients on. Yeah, it's measured. It is because you gave um, the political scenario of how the pressure is on him to feed his playmakers. I agree. I do agree. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to mess with you on that Kool-Aid because I ain't used so, to use yeah, sipping, so, dog. Yeah, because you feel me? Because that's you know, the only thing I sense. can live off of. You feel me, fellas? Yeah, because you make sense. we don't have nothing else. So yeah. the, the eyes on him. What you kind of sugar are you putting in there, so, though, man? Is it a god? No, that's some good sugar, you know, dog. It's good sugar. Uh, okay. I mean, some honey, I, I, you know. I, I, I probably over, I probably overported. Now I heard people in comments like, and I, I said this in my own head. Now we already know how the Joneses do. They ain't gonna let somebody get the ball because they don't want to pay him. But this is a different situation because he's a running back, and that's why I feel it's different because. They don't even if he goes crazy, they can still say, We don't gotta pay you. We go out there and mm. do anything, we just draft somebody else. They don't have to do that with him. So they can let him go crazy because they're probably not gonna pay that kind of money for him anyway. You feel me? So let him go crazy. Yeah. Hey, let's go to your defense and then we go hear your okay. case on this defense real quick. Defensive side. Okay. So on the defensive side, you got uh, Quentin Bohanna, Big Bo, and also Odigi Zua. Man, I'm gonna do a back. Oh yeah, also Oga de Zua for Big talk Bo. Yeah, man. This talk these these two guys. First of all, let's talk about Quentin Bohanna. Now we always saw he only had like ten tackles for the whole season. His playing time decreased as the season went on. Toward like the midseason, playing time decreased. But we already talked about this, fellas. Big men take a little bit longer to really adjust in the NFL, especially when you're playing that one tech position and the zero. So I just feel like, you know, yeah. he had to get his feet wet. But you know what? Quinn Bohan has been real quiet this year. Nobody's been talking about him. Mm. Everybody been talking about John Ridgeway and this and that. When John Ridgeway got drafted, I remember Marcus Marshall was like, yeah, I like him better than Bohanna. Bohanna said, hey, I like that pick. I like him getting Ridgeway. I like that attitude from you, Bohanna. But I remember when you got drafted, you said, look, I don't care about this and that. My job is to hold that front and open that line up for my linebackers, and that's what I'm here to do. So I feel like when I say breakout, does he go crazy and get five, six sacks? No, but I will say he becomes that steady guy that we need in that middle, that guy that can hold that front, that guy that can penetrate. I saw it happen at Kentucky. We saw the potential. I feel like it comes out this year. I will say it gets to like three and a half sacks this year. I'm going to say it, Quentin Bohanna. You listen to this tape. I'm going to say you get three and a half sacks. Watch this tape, dog, because I got your back. You said, guess what? Mini camp is in the books. You about to show somebody. Show us. Three and a half sacks this year. He's that main guy in the middle, and he holds that front for Micah Parsons and does everything that he needs to do to get down and dirty. And we finally got that zero <laughs> one tech we've been crying for for a long time. I'm not used to this, dog. My boy's on that Kool Aid hard. David, what's going on, bro? All right, man. Now I feel you on that. I do feel you on that. All right, now we got you, Law. Uh -oh. uh, let's get a lot of breakout players. You oh, we got to get Osa. We got to get Osa. Oh, you oh, got to yeah, break, oh, yeah, break down Osa. Osa. My bad. Oh, Digi Osa. Go, go. Yeah, I got to get. Go. Oh, that, that's My bad. That's, that's, the, that's the guy right there. That's yeah. the guy right there. I was, I mean, I think we were all excited. I think, you know, when he was drafted, you know, we were wondering, you know, could he be that guy? You know what I'm saying? And I love Oka Dezua. You know, he has the wrestling background now. He, he struggled toward the end of the season. I think that was a situation where I feel like they were putting a lot on him. Remember me and you were talking, boss, how they kept on putting Tristan Hill and him in the middle, and I felt like that wasn't conducive for him. So I feel like they were playing him a little out of position 
he was getting a lot of double teams. I feel like that just really wore him down. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we saw that potential, right? We saw like the first four games, him and Michael was going crazy. Y'all remember that? Yep. When we was like, oh, good, Zua going nuts out there. And this is where he goes even more crazy. So he had two sacks this past season, right? Three. Osa Okadazua, he had three. Well, three. I'm saying he going to get five and a half sacks this year. Oh, wait. Close to six. From the interior, year. dog? From the interior, dog. He going to go nutty this year. You know he going to have Ghostin and those other guys, but I feel like Oka, Osa is not a guy that rests on what he does. He's not a guy that sits on and just rests on what he does from last year i feel like he wants to be even better he wants to show he's even better than his rookie season and he has that ability already we can't say he didn't have that ability no, he got so i'm gonna say he 32 solo tackles this oh, year i'm gonna say he gets forty. i'm gonna say he gets 42 tackles five and a half sacks and i don't know how many pressures but he's definitely breaking out osa get it man mm. Mm -mm -mm. Oh man, you made the hell of a case so awesome. God dog. Yeah, I like that you put out some real numbers out there too. My boy put out some real numbers, Law. Yeah, let's 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 go to Law now. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's go, Law. Oh my god. Oh the OC. Hold on, the OC. He he ain't he that's the OC he make it. So we got Law. Oh all right, so talk to me, Nation, Let me see that. 2022 breakout players. CD Lamb. Oh, he's going to do the Des Bryant. He's going to do the Des Bryant, huh? Look, look, look. You got to hold. You got to see me hold that list right here, man. I'm going to hold this list. And I said that he's going to have north of 116 receptions. That is a Cowboys record, yes or no? <laughs> he's going to have wow. north of 1,300 yards. And this is the main major thing that a lot of people going to say to law. You must be out of your goddamn mind. He's going for Dez Bryant record, man. He's getting 17 oh. touchdowns. Let's go, Ooh, Cowboy Nation. That's the one. That's the one wow. that's like, God dog boy, you yeah. you sipping. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you Ooh, sipping. You no. sipping glass, too. Shoot. That's not sipping. Open wide because your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday, dog. That's yeah. Godly. 17 touchdowns, dog. He's going for Since that record. 17. He's going for that 17. juggler, man. We didn't have a double digit right now. Year. Look, look, what did uh, Mike McCarthy right. said about Jerry Rice? It, 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 I, we said this last night, huh, Balls Cowboy? I'm yeah. not saying that CD Lamb is Jerry Rice, but right. Jerry Rice type of situation would be this is your wild card. This is the guy that you need to get the ball to at all costs. If it's an underneath route, I mean, if they plan overs, if they plan quarters, let me send them on a drag underneath. Let me get them on the end around. Let this be the C.D. Lamb, the nucleus of this particular offense. He is the second most explosive player on his team. Tony Pollard is number one. And let's get the ball to him. And when I say breakout, I know that he arrived last year, of course. But that's against the twos. That was against yeah. J.V., right? Now it's time to do it on a consistent level against the number one DB, and I'm quite sure that my guy C.D. Lamb, if Kellen Moore can get his head out of his you-know-what and just focus in on the 88, we'll be okay. Mm. 
right, let's go to your your next player. <laughs> Jake Ferguson. Ooh, I Ooh. like that one, dog. Jake Yoga State Fire. I like that one. Yoga Flame. Like Make the State case, Farm. dog. Here's my case with this, man. Uh, the thing is with Jake, not from State Farm, but Jake Ferguson. This guy, they're going to do more 12 personnel suits. I believe mm. that he is the guy that's going to run that shallow route underneath as well as take care of the hook route that's in the middle of the field. And we need a safety relief valve. I really think that Dalton Schultz is high on himself. He's not participating in the OTAs or what have you. And if you are a young rookie, you are looking at that saying, yeah, Schultz, stay on the sideline because this gives me more opportunities for rep. This gives me more opportunity for report. I'm not worried about this guy sitting on the bench because I'm looking at this like the more reps and the more opportunities I get, I can be that guy. And it's all straight business with Jake Ferguson because he's looking at it like this. I am a sure blocker. I can run those uh, hook routes. I can run those intermediate passes and, and catch those intermediate passes for the quarterback. And I'm not afraid to do things to help my quarterback. I believe, as you said, Boss Cowboy, in your uh, 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 thought track of Jake Ferguson before he was drafted, that he is everything that Jason Witten exemplify and exhibit. Yep. I really think that he embodies that. They didn't mm -hmm. give this kid 48 for no reason. This guy right. is going to get out there and make something happen. And at his rookie year, I think that he's going to be that breakout player when people look around and say, hey, man, look at that 48 guy. Mm, all right, let me see if you got some more. Let me see if you got some more. Here we go. <laughs> let me see. All right. Sam Williams. Yeah. Everybody that's listening, there's only one player that came out of this draft that had more sacks than Sam Williams. Mm. And from a defensive edge guy who got linebacker uh, uh, in him as well, right? Converted from a linebacker down to his edge as a five-technique guy, what have you, on the collegiate level. Now he got Dan Quinn and me hearing news and noise of him having near – three to four sacks in practice. We talking about practice, not a game. And it's before real. the detractors say, Yoga, oh, fire, Hello. yoga, you know, flame. That was, that was practice. Anybody. Well, why? And how come we didn't hear that by, uh, by the other players? Why we didn't hear Dante Fowler having four sacks or Dorrance Armstrong having four mm -hmm. sacks of Chauncey? So there's a level of skill right. set in him that I know for sure. We talked about this before. Earlier yeah. in this show where coaches can elevate the talent. There's no issues. Oh, he had bad hands. You know, the thing is disengaging, getting upfield, getting skinny. I heard all this training camp or OTA, because we haven't made a training camp yet, that they working on him. And I said, if he can just get skinny and get small and get to the quarterback, it's going to be trouble because you can't teach 4-4. The kid is six foot four and he runs a four four off the edge. I think that even at a rotational aspect, this guy right here is going to have a breakout year. And I'm not saying that he's going to have a Parsons year, but it's going to be Parsons esque, meaning that it's going to be a mm, guy that they're going to have I to like pay that. close attention to on that edge. Say, and see, this, I want to kind of steal your thunder just a little bit. 
see michael parsons is such a freak mm-hmm. that we don't even recognize a freak that's just a freak level under michael Parsons. do that yeah. make sense <clears throat> you know what i'm saying yeah. see 4-3 speed at michael parsons size is so freakish that when we see 4-4 we like yeah and it's like <laughs> bruh so all right so look, that's my turn to get to my breakout guys oh did yeah, i had osa on that list too i think i had osa on there did you have osa yeah i had osa. make your case for osa i oh, just oh, left it okay. off oh, oh that's okay that's okay uh uh like big game james said about osa he had three sacks last season and of course uh the 37 pressures that he had you guys got to understand and realize he hit the rookie wall last year he flat out did. And with that being said, there were people banging on the table for Christian Barmore and all of those other guys. But what Osa did was he put on his helmet and his pads and he got upfield. I really think that if he had not got a little nicked up in the middle ways of the season and hit that rookie wall, he was on pace for hitting five sacks last season. He had three last year. So Osa is going to be that guy to elevate his game. Why? Because you got – if, if it's big game, James got a big bow. If it's not him, it's, it's the vanilla gorilla or it's uh, Carlos Watkins. Anybody that can really improve and help themselves out, if Osa is getting those one-on-ones, it's going to be over with. I like his skill set. I like his temperament and his nasty dog mentality. So look for Osa. I don't have the, the uh, sack prediction for the 2022 season, but just know that he's going to have a better season than he had the year before. Nah, I think that's what's crazy is all of us got Osa on our list. Yeah. Every one of us got Osa as a breakout. You know, so oh, yeah. that's a good sign and indication when we all seeing the same thing uh, and got the same people. That's the only person that all three of us got on our list. Mm-hmm. All right, so all right, so my list. I'm gonna show last year. So I ain't gonna get into it, but I had a big list. I was about to say, yeah, the whole squad. <laughs> Push a big the whole hey, squad breaking hey, out. Long average. Hey, dog. Why is that? I had a big <laughs> list. Hey, man. Hey, man. I had a big <laughs> list, dog. Hey, I like that the bonus tape. on curse though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That curse, that curse worked out. I think, but I hit on some. I missed on some. I missed on Donovan Wilson, Jalen Smith. Even mm-hmm. though he was playing well, he off the team. That's because uh, Donovan got hurt. Yeah, that's it. Because he got you know? hurt, and then Tyler Biotish, he didn't have the year I expected. So let me get into. Let, let me let me get into. Let me get it to this year, though. Let me get it to that's 2021. Let's get it to 2022. Uh oh. My 2022 breakout players. I'm starting with the offensive side. I got three offensive okay. linemen that I All think I put, I put Tyler back on my list. Uh-oh, the right? T's, the triple T's. Uh, yeah. I considered it law. I mean, boss. Yeah, yeah. Go make the case. Go ahead. No, you make the case. I want to hear Oh, well. You. Okay, this is my case for Tyler. So you're one fantastic. Okay, he actually had the best run blocking grade out of all linemen as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Year two was up and down. Started very cold, ended up better, much better, mm-hmm. right? I think year three is the breakout year for most of these players. That is what mm-hmm. I generally say about all trench players. I think year three is where he's going to finally hit his, his stride. Everybody's not Zach Martin. See, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. 
Right. When you coming from not Zach Martin and Fredericks and Dak and Zeke, everybody don't have those instant impacts like those guys did. You know what I mean? Some guys really got to go through their Anthony Brown development. They got to mm -hmm. go through their hard days. I think that's Tyler Biotis. Terrence Steele, he was giving them a bad rap last year, just period. Hey, hey, I think he shut up everybody. You, before you go into Terrence Steele, I just got to say this about your guy, Tyler Biotis. I just pulled up his stat yeah. sheet right there. No one had more snaps than him in center last season. He had 1,200 uh, snaps at center, put him at first right. place. He allowed yeah. zero sacks in his entire uh, career last season, you know he didn't he didn't allow mm -hmm. one sack, and the only thing that he got to clear clean up on is he was the most penalized center though he had eleven uh, penalties, but everything else is showing flying colors. And I can't, but I need to go back and look at his tape. Go ahead. Well, I would say this too, Law, because this is one thing that you say all the time that that I that I think you say better than anybody. You can't look at a player based on them individually. You got to look at them with the total parts that's around them. Right, true. It hurt Tyler Biotis to have to be playing by Connor Williams. Mm. It's going to help him to be playing by Tyler Smith. Mm. So that's another reason why I'm betting on a breakout. It's because of what's around him. You got a, a guy that's more built for run blocking. Okay. So you're not going to have the pressure, in my opinion, to feel like you got to help and do all kind of stuff. And you go get help that you wasn't getting when Connor Williams was losing, especially on bull rushes. Even though he didn't lose a lot, that still put pressure on your center. Mm -hmm. when, you have, when you have two good guards with Zach Martin and a first round in Tyler Smith, it's going to help him. And then I bet on Tyler Smith, especially because in a breakout year, because he's been getting a lot of noise, even though it's no pads, but also his run grade was so good in college. I think that's gonna transfer to guard. I just think it's gonna transfer. All right. Mm -hmm. So then on the weapons, and I'm gonna go through this quick. I also agree with Jake Ferguson because I think he's gonna have to play. I think CD Lamb is gonna be force fed the ball. So I agree with you, Law. Oh yeah. Uh, I put Ezekiel Elliott. Uh oh. Yeah, I put Ezekiel in. Now, a lot of people go hate that, but Zeke is getting hated on, bro. Zeke was balling before that knee, and I think he responds to the noise. So mm -hmm. every time there's a lot of offseason noise, I think it drives him, and I think it's going to translate. He just going to have to stay healthy. If he stay healthy, Zeke go ball out. I also definitely put Jalen Tolbert because I just see it on him. I see the it factor. I agree with you, big game, James. Plus, to Law's point, I think it's the sum of all the parts. He going to have to step up, and he's going to be used. So I think the fact that CeeDee Lamb is going to be initially commanding so much attention, I think it's going to open it up for Jalen Tolbert, and I think he's going to take advantage. All right, defensive side, I got three breakout guys. Most of, them, most of my breakout guys are edge guys. Mm. So I said Dante Fowler, <clears throat> Sam Williams, and Osa. The reason why I'm putting the edge guys, cause, cause I think Tank and Micah is gonna open it up for whoever is the reserve edge guy. Because I think it's gonna be so much attention on Tank and, and um and and Micah that it's gonna make whoever the remaining edge guy is, he gonna have one-on-ones for most of the season. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just think it's a it's something they can take advantage of. All right, so for bonus. I put another edge guy, 
Dorrance Armstrong. Don't laugh. <laughs> no, you good. Hey, he had a career year last year across the yeah, board. Yeah, I think he's trending up slow, quietly. I think he's trending up. It's just where he hit that last mark and turned the corner, I put him down for bonus, and then I put Marquise Bell. Oh, wow. That's my dark horse there. Yeah. That's my mm. dark horse, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, mm. those are my uh, breakout players and who I think have a chance of really setting the mark. The reason why I got so much offense, though, because offense has no choice but to step up. Let me ask you this, though. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fowler, over or under six sacks? I say over. Oh, wow. All right, Sam, over or under six sacks? Everybody can't have six sacks. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under for both, but I say they both get around five sacks. Mm. Armstrong over under five. Then I'm gonna say Armstrong gets about five or six. You know what? Out of that, I say list, over yeah. out, five. out of that list, I say, I'm gonna say four or five. You know what? At the best. Uh, what, what we used to do, uh, Big Game James, we, we would say a um, bold. Yeah, we do a bold prediction, right? Uh-huh. We used to do mm -hmm. that, Big Game mm -hmm. James. Um, I got a bold prediction. Bold prediction. Doran Armstrong. Get Go ahead. Say it. Say it. Say it. Bold say prediction. It. I'm speaking it from the bottom of my NUTs. Mm. Mm -hmm. Sam going to have 12 sacks. Oh, wait. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. And remember. <laughs> Say talk, make that case, big dog, because that you It just hit me, man. I'm jumping out there. I'm jumping. The reason why I'm jumping out so far, and if I'm drowning, I know y'all too. Y'all my dogs. No, you ain't drowning. Y'all gonna throw the case, and y'all gonna pull me in and give me some valid excuses. I like it. But when I looked at when I look at Quinn and what he was able to do on the opposite side, it just hit me. If we have Parsons and D Law doing their job, this is gonna be a guy. There's a 4-4 guy that's going to be a sack specialist. And we, yep. and it's very tangible. It's, this is something that you can literally see because on a college level, there was not another uh, alignment better than Charles Cross, and he got a sack on him, right? At Evan Neal, he got a sack on him. He running around and got a sack on him. And I get it. Dang. We playing against these Good. guys that's on a, a higher level. But these guys are gonna have to focus and concentrate on Parsons, D Law, what have you, a fresh set of legs because Fowler's gonna get into the mix. I just really think that on the bottom of my NUTs that this dude is gonna give you twelve sacks. He's a double digit sack guy. It's just gonna hit everybody by the element of surprise. Sam Williams, market. Yoga fire. Mm. Yoga claim. I respect that law. I respect that. And that's a hell of a case too. It's a hell of a case. So that's two so this bold predictions, why, though. Y'all got to no, give me like y'all bold predictions. That's too. a. I, <laughs> well, I can, yeah, okay. Let cool. me think. You go big. You go big. Let me think on this. And in the chat too, somebody in the chat First, too, give me y'all. Oh, bold. I got a great. I got a. I want to. I want to hear the chat bold, bold predictions. You right. Hold on, big, I big, big, real quick, <laughs> real quick. Put y'all bold predictions too. Now, don't let us stand out here by ourselves. Put y'all bold gonna, predictions. Go, go ahead, big. They gonna go crazy. I My hear. first bold prediction. 
Demarcus Lawrence. What? Gets 14 and a half sacks. I like what? it. Yeah, that's bold. coming from B. Now that's bold. That is bold. You know I, dog. I feel about Demarcus Law. I gotta I'll hit your that. button that's for a that. Bold one. Hey, hey, I love being a cowboy. Big game, James. Game changer. Let's have some fun. Let's have a good time, man. Let's kick it. That is definitely game changer, dog. Ooh. Right there. Right. D Law back in the double digit sacks. He's frustrated by Parsons and he goes nuts this year. And on the offensive side of the ball, I know Law went crazy with CD Lamb, right? You went crazy with CD Lamb. Well, I'm a, here's my bold prediction Tony Pollard gets a thousand yards rushing this year and he catches 60 balls. Wow. Oh my God. A thousand yards rushing, 60 catches. What? Come on. Come on with it, boss. Nah. 5K Dak. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on with it. Hold on. Yeah, bro, bro, I'm trying to, on, boss. I'm on. trying to digest no. what boy Big just said, bro. I'm, I'm really over here, dog. Hold on, bro. Hold on, Big. I got something for you right now, bro. Come on with it, bro. Ooh, that boy got the whole picture. Hey, boss going to say uh, Jake Ferguson going to get 90 catches. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. All right. My bold prediction is Jalen Tolbert is going to do 1,100 yards okay. with six Woo! to seven touchdowns. Matter okay. of fact, I'm going to up that. Reception. I'm going to up that. He going to do 1,300 yards, bro. That's a rookie oh, that's, record. That's thirteen. That's a rookie record. No, it's not. No, it's not because uh, – uh, Oh, no, it's not because Moss, 1600. Did, Moss did like 17. Okay. Yeah. And, that's a and, Cowboys um, rookie record. <laughs> that's, that's the Cowboy record. He going to break the – y'all heard me now. I'm, now that's my bold with Jalen Tolbert. Rookie record. Yes. Yes. No. Tolbert is going to do 1,300 yards and – I, I want to say seven. I'm leading on six touchdowns. Mm. Hey, wait a minute. Van, Van, Van Jefferson has six touchdowns out of 50 receptions. Come on. Up that number. Okay. Up it. Up eight. It. That's it. I ain't going no fuck. He's going to do eight. 1,300 yards and eight touchdowns. Because no, I, put that I said. on yourself now, though. You hey, I will, bro. Picture. I will because I'm drinking it. I Listen, come, come, come here. I'm going to put it little, though. I'm going to put it little. I'm going to put it little. I ain't going to make it big. No, I'm going to make it big, dog. Here it is. Drink it up. Drink it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. I think it's a matchup thing, and I think he's going to take advantage. I think he got that moxie attitude. He got the mentality. I think he got the long speed, the game speed. He got to work on his drops because he did have some drop issues. Well, if y'all saying that, if y'all saying that, then you might as well say Dak going to throw for 6,000. Nah. Because he, Law, Law said, CD getting 13. You said Jalen getting 13. Woo! Yeah, Dak go chunk crazy. I think Dak go throw five, that ball. Five K Dak. I'm, I'm I'm calling it five K Dak. He go. He yeah, Dak go hit five K. He go get your guy uh, Justin Herbert's num numbers. What what Justin Herbert threw last year, man? Let me see what Justin threw. Dude, he go do that. for five thousand. Dak is gonna do five thirty eight touchdowns. That ain't even bold. Be honest. Let me see what Jay Herb did last year. I'm pulling it right now. My other bowl. fourteen. Okay. My other okay. bold one is Dante Fowler is going to get 11 sacks. 
Oh, so he's going to duplicate what he did with the Rams. 2019 yes. Rams. I think it's going to be a real surges mm-hmm. of Dante Fowler. Uh-huh. It's going to be – it's going to – but law, I agree. It's gonna be out of Dante and Sam. One, one of them gonna take off. Eleven sacks or twelve. One of them. Yeah, one of them, one of them gonna take off. Take off. It's one of them too. Y'all, yeah, and, I, and y'all, and y'all, y'all starting y'all, to lean on Sam. And I'm saying, law. and I'm, I'm saying, I'm D-Law, change because he mad at. And I'm saying D Law mad at all of them, and he gonna come in there. Even I like though that too. I don't believe in my heart. It's like no, <laughs> no. That's real though. I think that's a real good one, bro. It's gonna be can he stay yeah. healthy? If he stay he healthy, he, yeah, because he hasn't having did double digit sacks since what? Three years ago. Yeah, look, and look, then let me and then contract. to your point, B, uh-huh. Micah makes it impossible to double him. Yeah, Big and you still got and to your point, you got Sam Williams now and Fowler. That's you still got Armstrong. You got guys that can rush the passer. So guys are going to be able to get there. And I just want to say one last thing about what you were talking about. It was a very good thing that you said, boss, when you're talking about we got Sam Williams, right? Yeah. But we have Micah Parsons. Yeah. If we didn't have Micah Parsons in any other draft, everybody would be going crazy about Sam Williams. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Exactly. We would be like, what oh, we got? Look what oh, we got. Oh, oh, we got. about to yeah. go. You feel me? Yeah. But now it's just average because of what you have in Michael Parsons. Right. That was a great analogy. I just want yeah, to yeah. just uh, yeah. bring that yeah. up. That was a great analogy. We acting like 4-4s grown trees on defensive on, ends. On 6'4", 265 pounds. Yeah, bro. That's yeah, yeah. We sli- and and law. I'm starting to I'm starting to go against Dante and go with Sam because right. of the report. Because ah! of the report. Because yeah. of the yeah. Cause see, speed coming off that edge, even though it wasn't pads, you can see it. Just like it was speed coming off the edge last year with Parsons. Remember, yeah. it was reports of man Parsons off that edge. It was all kind of reports early. It's the same kind of reports on Sam. And and here's the so thing I is, when, you you know, y'all, y- y'all go back and watch that tape. Him versus Evan Neal. He had Evan beat, but he had no technique. He had no uses of his hands. He didn't know what he was doing. Like, oh, I'm this fast guy. I'm in the backfield. What am I supposed to do next, boss? You know? So yeah. uh, I really mm-hmm. think that they're going to horn in on his hand technique, get his hands together, yeah. get his separation, and he got to get skinny and knife in there, and they can do yeah. all type. Look, wait till they start doing twist stunts and things like that. It's going to get crazy because he can play in the inside too so y'all look i don't want to outspeak my wisdom teeth but i'm quite sure that this dude is going to figure out ways to get sacks people people fail to realize the sec ain't nothing to sneeze at and how many no. sacks he had 13 yeah, 14 12, 12 13 yeah. he, he's going to get that 12.5 12.5 yeah 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 well, and you know what? Just to that last point, though, Law, what you were saying, I think the reason why he has the opportunity to be able to get that uh, Boston Law is because he's not coming in with the pressure, even though he's a second-round pick. Yeah. He's not coming in with that pressure of he's got to be the day-one starter, he's got to be the guy, and I feel like that would be more pressure on him because when y'all, when everybody looked at the draft publications for Sam Williams – a lot of people are saying, got to work in the run game, got to do some things. But what they did say about him is he's going to be a pass rush specialist in his early years. Mm. So meaning 
If you got a Fowler starting and you got a Doris Armstrong Jr. who's going to get a lot of work because they re-signed him and he's a veteran, right? They're going to get the beginning work. You bring a Sam Williams on the third down, you ain't thinking about him. He get those sneaky sacks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yes, indeed. Man, final that's good, words. Man. That's a good Kool-Aid right there, y'all. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that's why this is why I like the breakout show. We do this once a year. Yeah. So this is gonna be the show we go revisit too. This is gonna be the yeah. show we go be. This gonna be the show around week ten, week twelve. We go replay this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hold, hold this. See, here's the thing. Yeah. I gotta say this one. I gotta say this one last thing. Boss is gonna beat us again because he picked up the whole offensive squad. <laughs> ah, no, no. <laughs> no. I, I had less than last year, big dog. I put about I put about eighty cats on there last year. <laughs> The team, <laughs> yeah. All right, but but um, my final words. I would say for my final words, man. Um, we at the slow part of the season in the off season, uh, so you know you're going to be getting a lot of more content from all of us individually. Mm -hmm. I already told the brothers today we go take a small little break from the final word. Um, to where well, I am, law is not big. Is not I am. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I've got to, I got to recharge. Cause once we get into the season, we not stopping. Period. So, so y'all just, you know, be patient as, and likely we go come back. We go make some things even better, more efficient. So, thank y'all for following all of us. Uh, you know, Boss Cowboy Sports, Big Game James, the OC, Law Nation. Uh, and you know, y'all also put y'all bold predictions because we go review this show and we go not about, I ain't gonna say hold accountable, but this is gonna be kind of like a way to sharpen our skills on making the analysis on our team. So y'all continue to follow all these channels. Make sure you go hit the like on every one of the channels before you get up out of here. Push this type of content to the top by supporting us all. That's my final word. Y'all stay up. Good final word. Uh, my my final word is real brief. Just uh, just bouncing off boss. Just continue to support us like no other, and especially when we're all trying to go to camp. Uh, it's been a kind of a ritual thing for myself. I know Law's been doing it. Boss is trying to get out there, and we're all trying to get out there at the same time. So if that does happen, folks, and we're out there all the same week, please really, really support our videos. Um, really push those videos, uh, you know, we're going to have a good, a, a lot of great content to you. Try to get interviews. We're really going to go hard in the paint for you guys. Try to get you the best content, you know, out there in uh, Cali. Uh, but please just continue to really push us when we when we're out there and uh, really support us like no other. Um, it's going to be a you know good season for what we're trying to do. And uh, let's just continue to go hard in the paint and let's see what happens. No doubt, man. And I really appreciate everybody for watching these shows, man. And we're going to try to keep it going even when we out there to Oxnard. So I really appreciate you guys for your donations, your love and adulations as it relates to like, sharing and subscribing. Shout out to you, Life Crazy, for the super chat. And shout out to you as well. I got another person that made, uh, is it Rano? Rano? Rano Williams, appreciate you for the super chat. He said, if you lean on a newly fence, built fence rookies, uh, the concrete isn't dry yet and it will fall over. So you're right. Uh, let's give this fence time to dry. So that's good words of uh, of wisdom there, Cowboy Nation. So with that being said, you already know on my end, there is absolutely no days off.
I know, bro. No days off. So uh, yeah. I may still continue to uh, go live. Uh, and I may have to put on on Tuesday nights or what have you, the final word show with law, you know. I but, hope so, bro. <laughs> hey, I just don't want to drive, dog. No, no, okay? I, I, I can't. No, no, no. It's good. I just don't want to drive. Get, 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 you, get you some rest, man. And uh, Cowboy uh, yeah. Nation. Let's get build this thing together, man. We we heading into five weeks of no activity. There will be some independent, inductive type of study with players, uh, film assessment, hand placement, knee bend, and all of that stuff coming from all of our channels. So be sure to help us grow in the lean time because that's when I know for sure those are the real ones uh, that's with this yeah. channel and help growing this thing when there's nothing. It's desolate. But there's always Cowboys content. They're going to be breaking news tomorrow, right? Uh, Big Gabe James and Boss Cowboy. There's going to be somebody Thanks. with some. Uh, here we go. <laughs> breaking news out of Frisco. Uh, we seen a cat <laughs> put on a Cowboys helmet, and he walked across the stage there. That black cat, remember, he gave us bad luck. Now he's bringing us good luck, by the way. More news at five, you know? <laughs> so I can't wait to see y'all, man. Uh, that's my final word. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> Let's go, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. So we're going to be back. And then, you know, I'm talking about a break. I might change my mind in two days. We'll see. Sure. So man, keep take that break and, and recharge. Get ready and go hard. Take that break. Thank you, dog. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. There's my three of me. Yeah. Ain't nothing better than that break. I'm cloned yeah. three times, boss. It's, it's just more than one. I see you, Law. I see you. God, dog. Yeah, you right, big. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. Because the season is long, yeah, you gotta bro. Charged, the season is yeah. real long. Hey, and we gonna be grinding. You know, it's just like NBA players, college players, how they go hard and they need that little break. You need it too, dog, because it gets your mind right, and you know, so you can just go super quick hard in the paint. You know how to do it. Yeah, appreciate that, big dog. I'm gonna follow that to the T. But you know how it is, man. Sometimes that content be burning in your bones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just need to come out one day like I'm just gonna go live right quick. Yeah, it's gonna be like that. It ain't gonna be like we've been busting it. It's gonna be kind of like right, when it's right, in my right. gut. I feel that. Appreciate right. it. Yeah, man. But the final word, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be even better this season, man. We got a lot of stuff planned. Y'all stay on the lookout. Them training camps gonna be fire. You know, from Cali all the way to Dallas. Believe me. Yes, sir. What's on Shout the shelf and I'm not feeling it. Search for Facebook squad, too. Facebook squad. Too legit. Too legit. Where my guy at, man? Where my guy at right here? Here you go, right here. You merely adopted the dark. <laughs>